Welcome to the Customer Connection Podcast, where we look at leading practices, lessons learned, tools, techniques, and procedures designed to guide and help you with the implementation and adoption of the ServiceNow platform. Led by customer experience expert and director of customer workflows, Jerry Campbell. Co-hosted by portfolio managers, Gareth Millwood and Nick DeBaca. We're building customer connections. Thanks for joining us at the Customer Connections, where we help you get your ServiceNow projects going in the right directions fast. I am Jerry Campbell, Director of Customer Workflows. And I am Nick Derbaca, Product Manager for Now Create. And joining us today with over 15 years of information technology experience and eight years in ServiceNow, a member of the ServiceNow Training and Certification Organization, Master Technical Curriculum Developer, Amanda Johnson. Amanda, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks, Amanda, again, for joining us this, today. And before we get started in this, we're going to go over some rules of engagement. And what we have to do here at Customer Connection is make it plain and simple terminology and talk plain language to our audience and customers. So what we do is we track any kind of jargon you use, any kind of acronym to use. And at the end, we'll ask for a small donation and we'll take account of all those terms that you use, and we'll ask for a small donation so that we can donate to cause of our choosing. But are you good with that? I'm totally fine. <laughs> I think that's a great idea. <laughs> awesome. So let's go ahead and jump into this thing here. And so uh, just really quick, if you were a superhero, what would be your superpower? Hands down, teleportation. I think the ability to transport myself instantaneously to any place on earth would probably be the most sublime thing ever. <laughs> um, but from like a more professional perspective, I think my superpower might be just being able to collaborate with people. Someone once told me that I emanate, which is sort of abstract, but it makes it easy for people to kind of interact and collaborate with me. So emanating would maybe be my real superpower. Although, let's go back to the first one. If you could teleport to anywhere in the world right now, where are you teleporting to? Oh, like Italy or something. Absolutely. I would just go, you know, coastline of Greece, just somewhere amazing and beautiful. Oh, that sounds awesome. Now I'm jealous. Now I'm just wishing I was there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it'd be pretty cool. <laughs> now I was going to ask her the same thing, Nick. Where would you go? How would you use that today, right? How would you use that in their business terms? Oh, I'd be going from each knowledge event to, uh, you know, there's four of them going on uh, at the moment. And I would just be hopping to each one, trying to catch the best of every one. <laughs> that would be amazing. Amazing. So as you've developed, you've got 15 years of information technology experience and eight years in service now. Who is, has influenced you the most when it comes to how you approach your work today? Yeah, so many influences, really. But um, two people stand out in my mind. So when I first joined ServiceNow, I worked with an amazing, experienced curriculum developer uh, named Paul Fredrickson. He became kind of my unofficial mentor, and he was always just like really calm, collected, even under intense pressure. And I've always tried to emulate that. He taught me really how to cut through all the noise and really that I have to slow down in order to go fast, if that makes sense. And then later on in my career at ServiceNow, I got to work with an awesome technical trainer, uh, Ben Jackson. And um, he taught me how to really connect technical training a lot better to the real world. So he helped enhance our content quite a bit. And then 
He also helped me design and troubleshoot our training instance environments to make some richer experiences. So he's uh, since moved on to manage the SD Academy and APJ, but we keep in touch and I continue to we share ideas back and forth all the time. That's so awesome. And Amanda, I've been here a short time and you've been here, you know, eight years, but just talking to you in a short time, we've connected the energy around training is so apparent with you. So can you tell us what is the importance of the training and certification as it pertains to a ServiceNow implementation? Yeah, I mean, I think training fits in at all aspects of implementation before, during and after. Training is really aimed at building some skills and knowledge, and you can pursue it in a reactive or proactive manner. But it's best supplemented by social collaboration and learning, such as ServiceNow community, um, participating in user groups, being mentored or, or going through a mentorship, meaning like actually being involved in a deployment and working with other experienced peers and professionals. You know, that being said, training is typically most effective when you consume it at the time of need. <laughs> I need to know this now. Uh, so, for instance, if you're some sort of business process consultant or you're a process owner, perhaps you need to participate in a deployment. Maybe it's for field service management. Maybe it's for customer service management. And you've never used that application before. So you could allocate, you know, as little as a day to take one of the fundamentals courses to get up to speed. This would give you some foundational knowledge about that application and how it's designed to be used, what its potential is. And as a stakeholder, then you can show up to a requirements gathering workshop, for example, with a baseline understanding and ready to capture some quality user stories in business and uh, system requirements. So I could go on forever. I mean, there's also a matter of training effectiveness. It can depend on maybe your organization's maturity level or the maturity level of the organization that you're working with if you're a partner. So let's say you've just implemented ServiceNow field service management and you're using a manual task assignment method, but you'd like to move to a more automated assignment method, you could then take some on-demand dynamic scheduling training, which is available on Now Learning, and you can prepare to deploy that capability at that time. Absolutely. Well, and I think one of the important things we kind of left out of the introduction is that you own essentially the entire field service management training portfolio on Now Learning. So, you know, as you're talking about, you know, helping others gain that foundational understanding of the product itself, I'm kind of curious to know, how did you get that foundational knowledge? Because I don't think you have a field service background, because I know I don't. And, uh, you know, I think the trainings that you put out helped me kind of build that. So I'm just curious to know, how did you build that yourself? Yeah, it was a lot of just interviewing and being curious uh, with various members of the product management team. Ben Jackson, who I mentioned before, did have field service management experience. And so as he delivered the training, we helped to refine it even more. And I just basically leaned on the experts in that field to sort of understand what were they going through? What were the dispatchers going through, the field agents, the field service managers? What were their challenges? What was ServiceNow going to solve or resolve for them? And uh, it just took a long time, honestly, several years for me to work up this expertise. And I, I hesitate to say that because I'm sure there's still just mountains more that I need to learn. But I say lean on people who are experts, trust what they say, trust user experiences and listen and kind of just try and align to those those real world use cases and solve for that. Absolutely. I think that's, you know, one of the things, too, that, you know, as you were talking about, just like kind of how many years it took to really become that expert. And, you know, I think every time I've talked to you, I've definitely learned something new. So in my eyes, you're probably probably have the most expertise of anyone I know at this point. But 
One of the things that I, I was always, you know, especially in like the field service management trainings where they have that really now kind of cool story that ties together all the different modules with the wind farm, you know, you just do such a great job designing training that like kind of captures and holds the attention of participants for the entire week, you know, and it's three days or whatnot for the two trainings. I'm just kind of curious, you know, how do you really kind of structure and design your training to make sure that it is capturing and holding the attention of those participants? Yeah, great question. And I love that you called that out because I particularly like that training scenario. So like you said, there's a really strong emphasis on storytelling in the training development process and uh, also modularizing. So if you do take, for example, that that field service management fundamentals course, which is a self-paced on-demand uh, course, that uses that specific scenario where there's a wind turbine at a wind farm in southern India and it suffers some severe damage after being struck by lightning. So that course, we divided it into these logical modules and lessons for easy start and stop. And in each module, the field service personas, such as dispatchers and field agents, Working for this fictitious wind services company, they tell the story of how they use ServiceNow field service management to repair the damaged turbine blade. So I'm really particularly fond of this scenario because it is designed to be a post-implementation look back, meaning each module kind of begins with a process user sharing their user experience before and after implementation of field service management. Uh, so we get to demonstrate the value of the solution as well as sort of how would you use it to increase uh, field service operations or optimize field service operations. And then in our field service management implementation course, we're doing some extra enhancing on that course as well. And that uses a completely different scenario. For that, we actually use a medical equipment service provider scenario where field technicians are dispatched to maintain and repair hospital assets such as uh, CT scanners and other major devices that are important to the healthcare world. So I think uh, storytelling, modularizing, and just trying to use a variety of industry use cases is sort of how we develop content and try and keep uh, the attention of the uh, learners. Well, that's so awesome, the way you use those stories to help solidify the training, right? And qualify the training. So, you know, this is post-implementation and you kind of alluded to that earlier. Is that the layer that's most effective? At what point is training effective for our customers? Yeah, it's probably most effective at certain points, I guess. It would depend on who you are, right? It, different audiences, we have different training for different audiences. So finding the training most relevant to you and most effective to you at the time is going to really depend on, I guess, who you are and what you need at the time. So if you're a business process consultant, you would want to go ahead and consume maybe on-demand formats to prepare for, like I said, those requirements gathering sessions. If you're a technical consultant or an implementation specialist, you would definitely want to consume maybe our certification learning path for the particular product line you're specializing in, whether it's customer service management, field service management, just the ServiceNow platform in general. And then if you're a developer, you know, you might dabble in a little bit of the on-demand training. You might take some of our instructor-led training that would be effective for you probably if you need some kind of high touch engagement, you know, instructor-led training is really good for that. And so it really just kind of that cliche answer of it depends. Uh, it, it really does depend on where you are and what you need. And we're really trying to work on surfacing to the, to the top that content that a customer or partner needs when they need it. Kind of challenging, as you know, is everyone's coming to us at different times in their career, different proficiency levels. But, you know, we're really trying to just surface that content to you 
at the right time so you can go ahead and learn what you need and apply it as soon as possible. Well, that's so awesome. Amanda, you're really enthused about your job. It's just so apparent. And thank you again for joining us. But as I promised, we did talk about some jargon and you did your homework. You really did your homework. You pretty much cut out all the acronyms, but I did catch two. Okay. All right. You said SC Academy in APJ. Can you explain to our listeners what SC Academy in APJ is? Yeah, I thought I was going to get through 100% <laughs> score there on the on the jargon points. But um, yeah, SC would stand for Solution Consulting and APJ would be uh, like a geography or a region. So Asia, Pacific and Japan. So hopefully you can collect some shekels from me <laughs> for the donation. <laughs> no, that's really good. You really did good. I mean, we've had far, far more. Nick can contest to that. But uh, before we get out of here, I'd like to ask you a couple more questions. And the first one is, what's the one piece of advice you can share with our listeners? So tough to just share one piece, but I would say in addition to field service management, obviously my area of expertise, and I always like to talk about it, but um, in addition to maybe product specific training, I think it's really important that people establish some foundational core now platform proficiencies. And so there's a lot of training that's really just service now platform relevant that the other products build on top of. And then there's also product agnostic training for things like flow designer, virtual agent, automated test framework, and just so many more that can really boost your core platform competency. And uh, I would just give advice to layer that into your learning journey in addition to any sort of product line specializations that you're pursuing. Good, good. That's awesome. Again, and finally, how can our listeners connect with you? Yeah, they can definitely connect with me on LinkedIn. Amanda Johnson's kind of a common name, um, but I believe uh, sort of Amanda Johnson ServiceNow will lead you to me <laughs> as the search terms. So yeah, connect with me on LinkedIn. I'd be happy to help talk training, talk certification, talk teleportation, whatever. <laughs> there you go. I think everybody wants to learn how to teleport. So that would be awesome. Amanda, thank you so much for joining us here at the Customer Connection. It's just an amazing uh, conversation. And so thank you again. And for our listeners out there, if you have any comments or questions for us or our guests, please email us at customerconnection.com at servicenow.com. Thank you. Thank you for joining the Customer Connection Podcast, where we share insights from the biggest ServiceNow influencers. Please join us for our next episode when we will build more customer connections.